Hello and welcome to an episode of Client Questions Answered. This is our shorter podcast uh, with me, Callum Williamson, and your co-host. Stuart Williamson, the main man. Oh, wow. Bit harsh. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I've, got to build, I've got to build myself up. No one else does it. Hey, come on now. Less of that. Um, all right. What are we talking about today? Just a brief one. Uh, I think it's something you've been getting asked a lot and something I've been getting asked a lot. Is yeah, the UK think... market... Go on, after you. Uh, is is it overcooked? I mean, I was just speaking to a, a, a very nice gent up in Vietnam, and he says, I know nothing about the market. I know all my friends are getting into it in the UK. I feel that I'm missing out. But at the same time, I feel that I might have missed out already. It might be too late as the boat sailed, as the as someone else's ship come in, am I not in it on it? Have I missed the train? All those things. And I said, no, you know, you've got to look at it from a, a macro, a, a big, super big level. Then you can look at it at micro levels and work out what's going on. And if you take the 18 year cycle, then we've still got three or four, two or three, three or four years left to run. Isn't that right? Yeah, something like that. Two, three, four years. Um, but we've still got good growth. That, that's correct. If you believe in the market, the 18-year property cycle, which I do because there's data to support it going back to the 1700s. Yeah, and you've got people like, at the same time, you know, Knight Frank and Savills, they quoted, you know, and okay, we've had a we've had a black swan event, as they call it, and COVID was that. Well, so was the GFC. That was a black swan event. You know, who could have known that? And so consequently, you've got to have some faith in that. But also, you don't have to listen to what you hear all the time. I mean, basically, very, very quickly, you know, people say the UK is overheating. It's all going to go boom. And there's a great article in Bloomberg this week that says the global housing market is broken. It's dividing entire countries. And it says how, you know, there's people demonstrating in Berlin or a two-year rent, rent freeze. People demonstrating in Rome asking for the same thing. And so the end of the world is nigh. Right, and you think, oh, I don't want to buy there, do I? I don't want to do that. I saw okay. something spray painted on the wall around the corner from me uh, just this morning, actually, which says "Housing for the People" with a sort of co- what's it, a communist hammer and tongs. Yeah, yeah, is it, is hammer, it? hammer, hammer and sickle? I think ha- hammer and, that's it, hammer and sickle. And I thought, you know, if you, you know, you know, I don't live in a very communist. Um, country let alone part of town i thought that was quite interesting you know perhaps move to a a different area um but but um yeah and, and they're saying that sydney is is going crazy you know and they're saying that um you know the uk is going london's going crazy and they're saying that you know toronto's going crazy they're saying all these different countries and the capital cities or, or cities in them are going mad but it, just take it all with a pinch of salt because it's what sells press doesn't it? what sells advertising is that sort of thing the U- ubs bank union bank of switzerland well, well known have just come out with their global property bubble res- uh, research okay it's mm. called the Bl- mm-hmm. global real estate bubble index Ooh. 2021 okay and it lists the top 25 developed countries and it says where are they and they've got london is at number 15 so it's virtually two thirds of the way down the list. What is the list? What does it? What does it mean though? It's like gives you a number out of a hundred, and the closer you are to a hundred, 
the more stage of a bubble popping you are? What what does num being number fifteen mean? Well, basically, they have a calculation that says if you're over one point five, i.e., your earnings to mortgage, earnings to debt ratio is over a certain level, then they then work out to one point five. If you're over what one point five, you're over exposed and you're more likely to have a bubble if you're under 0.5 then you're fair valued so you basically got from 21 which is singapore right through till 10 which is tokyo all under 1.5 so they're overvalued and then bubble risk is frankfurt tokyo sorry frankfurt toronto hong kong munich zurich vancouver stockholm paris amsterdam you don't get to Sydney until it's 11th. You don't get to the London until it's 15th. And New York until it's 20. Mm. And apparently there's only one country in the world, which is Dubai, which is actually undervalued. I find it quite surprising that all those cities are, even at those stages, you know, because with COVID, everyone's been moving out of cities, haven't they? Um, so I find that, find that interesting. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, it's... So I'd say another thing is the whole bubble thing and is there going to be a bubble or a crash? It's again, really simple. I know you like your research and details to make it more simple. You know, why are you buying? I think even if you were to buy during the winner's curse phase of the um, 18 year cycle, which is the last 18 months, um, then based on the last, last crash, you know, you would only need only needed to have holded from two to four years, depending on where you bought and how big the correction was in that area to be back to pre-correction levels, you know? So if you're buying for a flip, which I think a lot of people getting into it in, a, in the end of a boom phase are because they're jumping on the bandwagon, then you should be a bit more careful. But if you're buying property to do what Joe Billingham was saying, he does in our chat earlier this week, you know, which is, buy it and hold it he started buying when he's 18 and he's still buying now at 49 it doesn't really matter does it if you've got a two-year um a two-year dip in the value of your property or a three-year dip because you're going to ride it, it out it doesn't matter and the other thing is you know who's paying the mortgage off anyway if it's a buy to let you know i, I was i got a mortgage valuation for my man in the uk who looks after my mortgages and he came in and he said that the mortgage on one of my properties was down to forty-six thousand pounds, right? Forty-six grand. You know, it started off at five hundred. That's your tenant paying it off, and that's what it's all about. It is the power of inflation and the power of your tenant. Long, hallelujah. Long may they be supported. So, is the market overheated in the UK? It's certainly hot, and certainly you're getting a lot of people squished out of the market generation x a lot of the younger people and the baby 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 bubble people like us like me they're taking too, too much of the market but that's a free market enterprise for you and that's it you know i mean if you look at hamptons did you see hamptons um summer report uh you know they uh they're saying there's not even i think you spoke about it in your rap last week or the week before you know, oh, yeah. they're, they're saying there's not even going to be a correction in this year's in this 18 year cycle because because of what's happened with COVID. They say it's just going to be a, a, gen, a slowing over the next four or five years. And, you know, even places like London are still going to be getting 
two or three percent growth over that period per annum, but it's, there's going to be no correction, just a slow. And um, you know, that's what they're saying. You know, and if you want to read the research, we'll send it to you. And you know, there's heaps of research out there, and you can you can always do your own reading and see what's going on. But um, is it hot? I don't know. Perhaps it is a little hot, but it does seem to have cooled a bit since uh, damp duty changes and COVID sort of getting out of the way now. But anyway, we digress. Hmm. Anything else to add to that? I think that's a nice short and sharp one. There's, um, you know, if you want, if you want to know where we get our reading and research guys, get in touch and we can share it with you. Um, if you'd like a question answered, get in touch and we'll answer a question for you. Um, the answer is: Is it overheated? It probably is a little bit warm. It needs to be corrected a bit. Are we going to have a full, full-on correction? Is the market going to crash? Hopefully not. Probably not. Thank you. And that's it for today's sermon. Thank you very much. Cheerio.